0: Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. Hey ladies, welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that all of us struggle with. Now, there may be seasons where you only struggle a little bit or you struggle a lot a bit, okay? Where, depending on how old your kids are, depending on what the situation is that you're in, but us as moms are literally wired to care for our kids, to care for our, our household and what we love, And sometimes we can find ourselves forgetting to take care of ourselves or being distracted or just giving all of our time and love because that's where our heart can be. So today we're going to talk about uh, how to make sure that we're having enough self-care in our own life to be able to make us feel good, be successful in the things that are important to us and what we're doing. So I'm really excited today. We're going to talk to Lisa Druxman. Um, She is the founder of Fit for Mom which she's going to tell us a lot about in just a second, but it's um, the largest fitness program for moms. Um, She is a mother herself and she's passionate about helping women get out of the overwhelm and into a life of health and happiness. So Lisa, welcome to the podcast today. Thanks
1: so much for having me. Excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Now tell us a little bit about fit for mom. I, I love your, your passion here and what you're doing for mothers.
1: Thank you. Well, um, Fit for Mom started as Stroller Strides when I became a new mom because I was looking for a way to connect with other moms. I was a fitness professional and knew I could help moms get back in shape, but I needed them to help me with all the things I needed to know about motherhood. So I created a program called Stroller Strides, which was a stroller-based workout, still is today, where moms push babies in a stroller, being led by an instructor, and get a chance to not only get fit, meet other moms, have fun with their baby. And long story short, I wasn't the only one looking for that. So it turned into a business, a nationwide business. And here we are almost 21 years later, and we are a franchise. We have about 250 franchisees. And now we've got, I think we have half a dozen programs. We fitness for every stage of motherhood.
0: Oh my goodness. That's amazing. So just with the instructor leading the strollers, does she, do? are they doing like a program or like, yeah, how, they're how all... are they listening in. I guess I'm curious if, depending on how big your group is.
1: Yeah. So they're all formatted classes. So you might go to your local park or mall, depending on where, uh, the instructors got it set up. And all of our instructors are specially certified in pre and postnatal fitness, and they're trained in the format of our classes. So for stroller strides, for example, they're going to do a stroller walk. They're going to stop and do uh, body strengthening stations. They might do push-ups at a table and tricep dips at a bench. We give all the moms exercise bands. So they really get a chance to get a total body workout that includes cardio, strength, core. And it's a workout that's very specific to the needs of a mom. So I really, I'd like to say it's one-stop shopping for moms to get get in shape and have fun and meet other new moms.
0: Well, and I I have to say, there's nothing like having your kid in the stroller, like strapped in happy. To yeah. be able to do what you need to You can still see me. We, you know, here's a snack and a drink. You know, I can totally, they're looking around too. It's, it's a great way to do childcare while you exercise. I love that idea.
1: It's funny because I'll get moms who will go, oh, I can't try stroller strides because my little one doesn't like being in the stroller. But come try a stroller strides class because our instructors sing in the class. There's bubbles, there's puppets. Like It really ends up being so entertaining. And when they're surrounded by a dozen other of their little toddler friends, they do love stroller strides. And in fact, our favorite thing is when the uh, babies are the ones who ask to go to class.
0: Oh, that's so cute. That sounds like a really fun idea. Ladies, if you think that you might be interested in something like that, some community, um, being able to go have fun outdoors, definitely check out Fit for Mom. Um, Let's jump into our topic here about how we can take care of ourselves. And I, I would love for you to share your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, so, you know, my entire business was all about moms learning how to take care of themselves. It's what we preached and and what we believed in and yet running the business, probably, you know, 5-10 years into it, I had a national franchise that was taking off and I realized I was really out of alignment with my own values. I was taking care of the business and taking care of my kids, but I wasn't taking care of myself. And I would get questions from women all over the country, whether it was women in my classes or podcasts or, you know, uh, articles that we wrote, and people wanted to know, "Hey, how do I found balance?" And I realized I had no business giving that advice because I hadn't figured it out for myself. So I decided to redesign my life and figured out a new way to reprioritize uh, self care for me, and it worked. And so that is very much what I share with moms now because. I want moms to live as they one day want their kids to live. Why don't you like let that sit in? Like, do you right now want your kids to live like you do? And chances are, when I speak to most moms, they say, no, I want them to exercise more. I want them to uh, have more fun and more joy. I want them to stress less. And uh, I'm now a mom of a 21-year-old and a 17-year-old. And I can tell you that kids very rarely do what you tell them to do but they do end up doing what you model for them. So the best gift you can give to your kids is to take care of their mama.
0: Now, when you were on that journey of of figuring out how to reprioritize and redesign your life, um, which designing motherhood is something we focus on a lot in our mom training and our podcast, because it really is important for a mom to be able to create her life. So in that process, like, What were some of your steps that you took to start to like readjust to create the life that you wanted?
1: Yeah. So to me, it always comes down to time, right? There's never enough time to do what you want. And so when moms tell me that, you know, they don't have time for self-care, they don't feel balanced. It's because they don't have enough time to do what they want to do. And so for me, I really wanted to turn that around and say, what is most important to me? And rather than waiting for that to be leftovers, because it's never going to fit in, I decided to pay myself first. And when I say pay myself first, I'm talking about in time. Mm -hmm. So what is the minimum effective dose that you need to feel good and healthy? How much sleep do you need? Not how how much do you want, but like, how much do you need to feel healthy? How much movement do you need to, again, feel healthy, feel well, feel balanced? Maybe it's not perfect. You know what I mean? Not like the ideal, but like, what do you, what is the minimum effective dose? And so I went onto my calendar and I programmed those things in. I programmed in, for me, it's a morning ritual, which I'm happy to share with you that can be different for everybody, but I think it's incredibly important for moms to be able to set their own tone and energy for the day. Um, It's making sure I get in some sort of movement every single day. It's making sure I get in a certain amount of sleep. And then I figured out, okay, what are the next things that have to fit in on the calendar? What are the things that have to be done? And what eventually happens is you'll start taking off the things that can be done by someone else or should be done by someone else. Or maybe you're going to take off some of the things that like social media or binge watching a show, like, don't get me wrong. I can talk to you about a lot of shows. I I love a good show, but you get really purposeful in how you're spending your time and you pay yourself first and it will make a dramatic difference.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I was just thinking because like personally right now I'm up so much with my kids in the night that I've been waking up whenever they wake up. Yes. And that is that is not the best for me. That is not my best morning ritual. I love getting up early in the morning and having that time to myself to reground myself. Right. So I, I think I think you're right about the part of that we need to plan in our time first for the things that are most important. And I love how you talked about how the minimum effective dose Because it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, do this five days a week. But Okay, what exactly do you need to, like, keep yourself feeling good, right? So if it's like, okay, I would love to do five days a week, but would I feel good with three? you know? Yes,
1: correct. It's just, what is sufficiency? What is sufficient for you? And when a doctor prescribes medicine, they always want to give you the minimum effective dose to get the result that you want. So it's the same thing. I'm not talking about, Hey, if you have more time and when you have more time, you might spend more days working out or more time working out, but maybe now it's 20 minutes. And so you make sure that you get that in first. And as far as the morning routine, I always say that with a caveat of, If you are still sleep deprived mom, then you get your sleep because the sleep is the priority. But as soon as you do start getting the sleep, maybe are you able to wake up 15 minutes before your family or half an hour, you know, you decide, um, I've been waking up at four thirty or five in the morning for the last two decades, which sounds really crazy, but that for me, it's an hour, you know, it's, it's irrelevant now because my kids are older, but when the kids were younger, I would have an hour to myself to spend exactly as I wanted to. And every day that I did that, my day went better.
0: Well, and I think that, you know, even saying I have that hour to myself, that really puts a, like a a different mindset for ourselves about us mattering because we do give all of our time to our family that, I know when I get like a specific amount of time that's protected, that I do what I want instead of what I need to do, like dishes or laundry or even work or different things like that. When I have an hour to be able to do something that fills my bucket, like it affects everything for days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I do a lot of talks on leadership for women and, you know, leaders of businesses, but I also think that moms need to see themselves as leaders. You are the leader in your family. And so what kind of leader are you if you are always exhausted, always burned out, if you are not taking the time you need to take care of yourself? So think about whether you're raising a little boy or a little girl, who do you want To raise, you know, how do you want to lead them? And so I feel like that really gives you the path for what choices to make.
0: Yeah. Well, so with us moms right now, especially with younger kids that are like Mm -hmm. stuck in this like pretty much major sacrifice moment of giving all of our time and energy and resources, right? How do we switch our mindset into that it's okay for us to have self care and kind of figure out what we need? Because I feel like we get stuck in, um, I just want to give everything to my family and how do I make them happy? And we're going to go to every event because it would be something that they want to do, but then it wears us moms out. Right. So what's your advice of switching our mindset to make, to make it so that we can get the self care that we need?
1: Yeah. I find that I include myself, moms are martyrs, right? Like, Oh, we just have to do everything for everyone else. And so selfless. And I just, I think the mindset for me really came from realizing that that wasn't a gift for my kids. If I really want to be the best mom that I can be the best leader in my family that I can be, I got to take care of their mom. And that's just a little bit of time. And so I would every day when my kids were little take a mommy timeout for just 10 minutes. And so they didn't see timeout as a punishment. They saw it as this is me just needing some quiet time to myself. And, you know, I made sure they were safe, but they knew for 10 minutes they'd put on a timer, just like, <laughs> I would probably just lay, lay on the bed at the time and do nothing, but like just chill, get a chance to take a break and recharge. And so again, I'd like to think that I was modeling for them that you need to take time for yourself and you need to have some boundaries for your own space. So I feel like that's the biggest mindset thing. The other mindset thing is to realize it's a season of life. And I can tell you that it is faster than any cliche said it would be. I can't believe I have a 21-year-old and 17-year-old. I feel like it was yesterday that I was juggling the babies. So to give yourself some grace and space and realize, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not working out as much as I would like to, or maybe I don't have as much time with my girlfriends as I would like to, or have as much time for my business as I would like to. You will one day. So I don't want you to sacrifice all of your years as your kids are growing up, hold some space and sometimes sacred for you, but also realize that it really does go by in the blink of an eye.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's so smart about the, the minimum effective dose, because that really gives us a chance as moms to really dive in and look at what exactly do I truly need? to be able to be happy in this moment. Yeah. Um, because yeah, we do have our, our little kids for a short amount of time and, uh, it does go faster. You know, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like I just had my first baby, but she's seven now. So it's yeah. like, um, yeah, that's really important. So I, and I I'd love, I'll oh, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say, I realize that every Every family is different and everybody's um, relationships are different, but if you have a spouse or a partner at home, just tell them what you need. So I would tell Jason like, okay, each one of us gets three mornings a week, so we could go work out like you take the kids for three mornings a week I you know what I mean because they will wake up early and. If I had not asked for that or told him that was what I needed, believe me, he would go work out every single day. Like I had to let him know. Now, again, I, that isn't always possible, but don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Um, because hopefully whoever you're with, it's a partnership. It's I'm never saying it's 50 50. It's never perfect, but get clear on what you want. Because in most situations, you know, a happy wife is a happy life.
0: Yeah. Well and I feel like when we don't communicate what our needs are there can be resentment there.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: you know the you know sometimes the husband can go off and do anything that he wants and we feel kind of stuck sometimes in our regular day-to-day stuff with all the kids. And so I think that's very wise to to share that we really do need to make it a partnership and work together. Yeah. Um. Because it also benefits the husband. You know. Absolutely. It, the, the happier wife, like you said, is very <laughs> beneficial to everybody. Um. Plus, like, like the the wife's and the mother's health is so important to sustain everything in the home. To be that leader. To yeah. keep up with all the responsibilities that you know is is you know delegated in however they've split up their roles. Um. Yeah. So. We have another question here that I'm really curious about asking about why shouldn't moms go back to their old workout routine? Ah, tell me about that question.
1: (laughs) Well, that's more, um, I would say for new moms. So if you've had a baby and you're pregnant and so a woman's body, will change more in nine months of pregnancy than a man's will in his entire life. So I know it's crazy. So just thinking about, with musculature and with the anatomy changes. So her head goes forward, her shoulders round forward, her chest muscles will shorten. Um, she's going to lose strength in her glutes. She's going to lose strength in her abdominal wall. Her hamstrings are going to get tight. Like all of these changes happened in order to raise this baby. If you go back to your old workout routine and you do not take care of those changes, you are going to be forever forever out of posture. You're not going to be able to restore your core. You're not going to be able to regain the alignment that you need. So you want to make sure you're doing a workout that is thoughtful of those changes. And it's not even just those changes. We're talking about pelvic floor changes. Like your old workout routine is probably not going to be great for your pelvic floor. We want to make sure that we are regaining the strength, um, there before we're you know jumping into a burpee and so uh thinking about you know if a woman has diastasis so I am a very big proponent of working with a um pelvic floor therapist after you have a baby and a very big proponent of really working with a postpartum or postnatal fitness program. So obviously I'm a fan of our own programs at Fit for Mom, but there are other ones too just just being thoughtful to make sure that you've regained some of the strength that you've lost, regain the posture that you've lost before jumping back into an old workout routine.
0: I love that. It makes me think of how to have respect and grace for our body, for Mm -hmm. the powerful, creative being that we are like being able to create a baby. We have so many things that change in our body. And instead of expecting, you know, it just went through a whole ordeal. Like, I mean, I know it's a beautiful thing, but it is like a really, you know, our body changes. Oh, a ton. it's Amazing. The birth is, you know, its own ball game. you know, and, and sometimes we need to make sure that our body is taken care of. And I think that goes back to our self care of giving ourselves space to kind of get back into things and, and trust that our body knows how to heal itself and get back by working with the right programs and the right, you know, uh, pelvic floor therapists and different things like that. Um, yeah, I think that's very important. Yeah. So, uh, I, I would love for you to share with us, uh, to, to the moms that are struggling right now to have their Mm self-care and what would you, what encouragement would you give to those moms
1: Give yourself a little bit of space to get clear on what you need, because you are never going to have your aha idea when you're busy. So get someone to watch your kids, anybody for, so that you can have an hour to yourself to just daydream a little bit. We don't daydream anymore. All we do is look at our phones when we get a moment of space, like daydream a little bit and really ask yourself energetically what do you most need right now? Because it might, you know, it's self-care is different for everybody. It might not even be that it's fitness, okay? It might not be, you know, if you think of self-care as a massage or a manicure, it might be that you need time for prayer. It might be that you need time for church um, or you know, really good connection with some girlfriends. So I think really ask yourself, what will recharge you? What do you most need? Um, Pay a lot to the attention in your heart and your gut uh, and not just your head of what you should do. Don't should on yourself, Mm S-H-O-U-L-D. Instead say like, what do I really need?
0: Yeah. No, I, I thank you for that. Um, a lot of our listeners here have younger kids, and I know that they struggle with that. I know a lot of my friends and moms really struggle with the grace and with the self-care and knowing what they need. Um, so yeah, I just want to echo that to encourage like, us as moms to really look into ourselves of what's going to make the biggest difference, how are we going to feel our best, and what we can do to make that time for ourselves.
1: And so, get creative. Um, yeah. I was just thinking more on the fitness part. So, obviously, if you have stroller age kids, then stroller strides or something like that is great because you can bring your baby with you. But let's say there's not a stroller strides in your area or you've got, you know, some older kids. Partner up with a few other moms and work out in the garage and have somebody trade off watching the kids. Like it might be imperfect. It might not be the exact workout you would love to get if you went to the gym, but it's better than nothing. And just make the best of it. Imperfection is, is, gets you a long way.
0: Yeah, no, really. And it's more fun to work out anyway, when you're with friends, most Absolutely. The time, you know, it makes it it makes it a lot more fun. Um, so real quick, before we go, can you tell us a little bit about both of your books? Yeah, so we have. So the empowered mama is the one that I'm most interested in, um, which teaches moms how to live their best life. So tell us a little bit about your book.
1: Yeah. So the book is called The Empowered Mama, and it's about how to reclaim your time, your health and yourself. And it's very much the plan that I created for myself when I was at that moment of total overwhelm and feeling like I just didn't like the way my life felt. So it's very workbook style. So it really helps you understand like, what is most important to you and how to redesign your, your time. And it's, um, knowing that moms, you know, have so little time. It's just a little bit at a time and it takes place over a year. I mean, you could do it quicker, but so it's like just a little chapter a month and get through that. And hopefully a year from now, your life is going to be one that you have designed and love to live.
0: I love that. Ladies, that is on Amazon. If you want to check that out. Um, And then your other one is lean mommy bond with your baby and get fit with the stroller strides program. So is that, that's about your stroller strides then?
1: Yeah. So that one's quite a bit older. So I would probably, I don't want to say don't buy that lean mommy book, but buy buy empowered mom.
0: (laughs) Okay. So that one's one of your older ones
1: then? Yeah. That was was my first book.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. The empowered mom. I'm definitely interested in that. Um, I think that that, Sounds really good. I love the description that you have written for it. Um, and that it's a workbook. I didn't know it yeah. was over a year though. That's amazing. Um, well, cool. Um, uh, where can people connect with you, Lisa?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm really easy to find on social. It's Lisa Drexman on Facebook and Instagram, but certainly go to fit for mom to find out about our classes. It's fit with the number four mom.com fitformom.com. You can find out if there's a class near you about all of our different classes, you can find out about franchising if there's not a class near you. And yeah, it's a pretty beautiful program to both join as a community and to join as a franchisee or an instructor. Awesome.
0: Well, Lisa, I definitely have loved um, the tips that you've shared with us. And it definitely got my mind moving a little bit about how I can adjust my time and make sure that I am having the self-care that I need. And so I hope you uh, ladies listening right now can find the time that you need to take care of yourself and start feeling better. Definitely check out Fit for Mom and connect with Lisa as well. So Lisa, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And so ladies, we'll see you next Tuesday on the mom training podcast.